Thank you for listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. Shock Fantasy is your home for the busy players' fantasy information. At Shock Fantasy, we provide quick-hitting charts, graphics, and dashboards to help you win in season-long, in best ball, in DFS, and in Dynasty Leagues. I'm Matt Harrison, longtime co-host of the longest-running fantasy football show in the history of the world, Fantasy Football Weekly. Shock Fantasy is what I use to prep for my deep dives into the matchups on Fantasy Football Weekly, and you can have all the access to the same data that helps me win. If you're not already a member of Shock Fantasy, use the promo code POTATO, that's P-O-T-A-T-O, to get your Shock Fantasy season-long, year-long pass for only $25. That's only 6.9 cents per day. Remember to use the promo code POTATO at checkout at shockfantasy.com. That's shockfantasy.com, promo code POTATO. Now, on with the podcast. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. I was desiring to tell you the truth that the sum of the parts is the base of the root. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. This is Matt Harrison at Explosive Output on Twitter and, of course, at Shock Fantasy on Twitter. Wanted to mention to anybody who listens to the Shock Fantasy Podcast, We'd like to introduce you to the Shockies, the award that's for the people, by the people, I don't know, something like that. But anyway, the Shockies are pretty cool. Um, We're going to give away an award to a whole bunch of different categories uh, throughout the fantasy world, uh, including the Commission of the Year, Fantasy Player of the Year, the Bad Beat of the Year, the Worst Drafter Auction, Fantasy Football Person of the Year the independent podcast of the year, and you don't have to recommend this one. Maybe there's another independent podcast that you listen to in the fantasy tweet of the year. You can see all of the stuff and you can submit your own nomination for any of the shocky awards that you'd like by going to Shock Fantasy on Twitter and looking at our pinned profile uh, tweet right there. Um, Easy way to do it, little Google form. Uh, takes two, three minutes to get done. Uh, you're in, you're out. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, I appreciate everybody who uh, rates and reviews the Shock Fantasy podcast uh, as well. And uh, I, I really appreciate all of the members that we've had this year. Uh, feeling pretty good about it. Uh, I've got a lot of big plans for next year to uh, make some massive improvements to the site and uh, to make it one of those places that uh, you can really hit home with and, uh, and and feel comfortable about setting your lineups with. So uh, I thank you guys all for for taking this journey with me. And today on the podcast, we're going to do a little bit of a mailbag podcast where I answer your questions again. Uh, got a lot of good ones from Twitter. And here we go. We're going to start with Gary Steuven. Um, He wants to know some advice on his flex spot. He's got Julio in there now, but if he doesn't play... Would you go with Michael Thomas, Dobbins, or Kareem Hunt? Any advice is greatly appreciated. Gary, this may come as a little bit of a surprise to you. 
you got some good players. You got Michael Thomas, you got Kareem Hunt, but I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins as the guy. He's had double-digit touches in each of his last three games. The Ravens are figuring out that he's pretty good, and they seem to have relocated exactly what their offense is. That's running the ball with Lamar Jackson and the running backs. Furthermore, two of their top wide receivers in Hollywood Brown and Boykin are on the COVID list. So the matchup's pretty fantastic against the Jags, who've allowed 176 total yards to Nick Chubb, 179 total yards to Dalvin Cook, and 222 total yards to Derrick Henry in just the last three weeks. Uh, On Fantasy Football Weekly, Dobbins, I think, is teetering on worth an A grade in this game. So he's a guy that I would play, and I think I might play him over Julio anyway right now. Oh, yeah, I think I would. Um, Yeah, I like Dobbins a lot, and I think that he's got a chance to win some people some fantasy championships here. Hollis Midlikowski, friend of the podcast, asks, do I start Cole Beasley over Amari Cooper if I'm playing against Josh Allen? It's one of those the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of things, huh? All right, well, let's dig into it. Since week eight, the Niners, who are Amari Cooper's opponent this week, have been beat a few times by premier wide receivers like DK Metcalf, Devonta Adams, and the Bills' combo of Diggs and Beasley. Now, what do all those players have in common? A really, really good quarterback. Andy Dalton is not that. On the other hand, the matchup for Beasley against a sneaky, tough Denver secondary is not better. I kind of feel like this is a letdown game for the Bills after their big emotional victory over Pittsburgh last week. And I'm a little nervous that this is a letdown against the Denver team that's just playing with heart right now and uh, just playing, you know, big defense. So I'm going to still advocate for Cooper this week. He scored in three straight, and I think he has a better chance to hit pay dirt this weekend over Cole Beasley. Mark Gianni, friend of the podcast, wants to know, Brady or Tannehill, seven points for a touchdown. He's up 62 points in a two-week semifinal matchup. Uh, Mark, I looked at these two guys, and they're, it's almost dead even between these two players. Um, they're the exact same score on the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, and they've had the exact same amount of DraftKings points on a per-game basis scored this year. How weird is that? The matchup screams that Brady is the better play as they're playing Atlanta. I'm going to lean Tannehill here, and here's why. Atlanta's been bad against the pass, at least they were early in the season, but since Dan Quinn left the team, the team has been much more respectable. And in the last month, none of the last four quarterbacks they faced have topped 250 yards. Now Tannehill gets Detroit, who've allowed 41, 30, and 31 points in their last three games. The over-under is much higher, and I think the floor and ceiling are just higher for Tannehill overall in this game. So I'm going to go Tannehill here. Oliver Gully, friend of the podcast, he has been using the Connor Rojo Singletary group all year. He just picked up Jeff Wilson, who it looks like he's going to have to start, but he could use some some other ideas for potential home run hitters as he takes on the number one seed this weekend. Um, Oliver, it's not not a good time for you right now. Um, It's pretty tough to pick up value like that on the waiver wire. And I think Jeff Wilson's in your lineup for you uh, with Rojo hitting the COVID list. So 
A couple of guys that come to mind, though, Jamal Williams is a guy that I've touted a little bit recently, and he hasn't quite lived up to expectations, but he does face off against Carolina, and that's a good spot for him. I'm not sure of the touch count, but this is a Saturday game, so the Packers are on slightly short rest, so maybe that has something to do with that. Uh, Maybe he'll get a few more touches here. Also, Naheem Hines, if he's available in your league, he faces Houston this week, and they're just absolutely hot garbage against the run. Uh, Frank Reich could randomly decide that uh, it's not a Jonathan Taylor week. It's a Naheem Hines week. So uh, maybe that's the way. I think I think Hines is probably the guy that I'd target if he's available in your league. And then probably Jamal Williams. John Lorenzini, friend of the podcast and former co-worker of mine way back in the day when we used to call him John Leguizamo. Who sits? Cooper Cup, Deontay Johnson, Cam Akers, or DeAndre Swift? I think out of that group, I'm going to sit Swift. Now he gets Tennessee this week, who's been dinged for being a bad run defense this year. But get this. Since Dalvin Cook absolutely torched them in week three, only two running backs have topped 70 rushing yards against the Titans D. That was James Conner. And I think that was like way back in like week four or five with 82 yards. And Nick Chubb had 80 a couple weeks ago. Tennessee is absolutely cake to pass on. And that's the way I think the Lions have to go to stay alive in this game. I think game script goes away from Swift in this one. So I'm going to put Swift on my bench. Unfortunately, I know he's kind of been the hot hand and I think people like him. You don't have to take my advice though. If you're going to sit a different guy, I guess I'd sit Deontay. Last question comes from Greg. Oh, man. I don't even know how to spell or say Greg's last name. Berthume? It's like perfume, but with a B. QB dilemma this week. He's got four points per passing touchdown. Is he going to start Jalen Hurts or Big Ben Either of the either of the uh, Pennsylvania quarterbacks here. I'm stuck on the fact that Philly doesn't seem to have an offensive identity this year. Uh, Hertz had a, a really an awesome individual game last week, over 100 yards rushing. But it's now all on tape, and the Cardinals of all teams won't be caught by surprise with a running quarterback coming at them. So I think I'm going to go with Big Ben here. Uh, their running game is in absolute shambles. The Steelers, that is. Since he is allowing two touchdown passes per game and 250 passing yards per game, and that's a pretty bankable safe floor for Big Ben as he's a touch over those numbers for his average on the year. So I think that Ben gives you a pretty good floor. And if Pittsburgh you know, decides after losing a couple of games in a row that they really need to let it out, Big Ben might be a guy who could throw for three or four touchdowns in this game. So I think that Big Ben is the direction I would go in that one. That's it. That's the podcast. Glad we could help you out. Remember to submit your nominations for the Shockey Awards and anybody that you might want to nominate. Uh, There's a lot of different uh, categories and a lot of things that uh, might be fun. And uh, I would appreciate, uh, you know, the support. It's pretty fun. I think we're going to do a good job here. All right. At Explosive Output on Twitter, at Shock Fantasy on Twitter. I thank you guys for listening to the podcast, and we will see you again next week on the Shock Fantasy Podcast.